Hi, everybody. It's time again for the Mikey Now podcast. I'm Mikey. And I'm Al. <laughs> and I'm Nick. Hello. Hello. Go ahead and push <laughs> the button. What's going on? Press the button. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Uh, it's not uh, bad. No, it could. I mean, it was a two second thing. Pretty well man. produced. Yes, yeah, super well. You super, did it quickly, right? The produced assist. You're like Harry it. Nelson there. We've been doing shit all day. Mike and I, we've been uh, been working on things all day long. All day. Is that what you came up with? The hello, hello, hello? Yeah, that was it. No, uh, Mike's got some, what's the word? Stoves in the fire or something? Coals in the fire right now? But, I think uh, it's irons in the fire, but anyway. Thursday, Mike, yeah, got, is really important, right? I got some irons in the fire. Yeah. You know, I've been uh, yeah, trying to make a film. Okay. I yep. think that's and awesome. Nick's helped me out you with props. Uh-huh. Yeah. So let me ask you, okay, and, so, so some of the short films that you've been doing or if you have done, I mean, how do you start it? What do you, what's your motivation? How do you get it? How do you get from point A to point B? Let's go right into it. Well, it's a funny thing. Uh, there's a way you're supposed to do it, which Nick's pretty well affiliated with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the way I'm doing it, you know, which is a <laughs> kind of roundabout jackass way. Mm-hmm. Just kicking through, you know. Uh, but uh, I did a silent film first. That was a half an hour. And then I did a mockumentary. That's about 40-something minutes. Okay. And now I'm working on something else. Now, what's that term, mockumentary, mean? I mean, is that actually a term or is that basically? It is. I don't know when it got drummed up, but it's a fake documentary, basically. Okay. You know, All so right. it's meant to look like it's a documentary. So what... what it's, it's completely fictional. What? Ha- I mean, what, what spurs you? What's your motivation when you, when, when you want to put these films together... Um, and you're looking at short films, you know, what goes through your mind in terms of conceptualization? How do you start? Where do you come up with the idea? Is it something that you've been thinking about for a while, or how does that come about? Yeah, I guess the concept, the concepts now are something that, that it's a, I, I use an idea that, that sticks. Uh-huh. But originally, I did like a silent film as my first film, and it's a sci-fi sort of si- silent yeah. It's, it's tongue-in-cheek. It's goofball more than anything. But, when was uh, this? When was this? Uh, a few years ago. Okay. Three, three four well, years ago. What one was oh, that? Yeah. Iris. Oh, yeah. yeah silent yeah, film. Yeah. Okay. Was that your full? I'm not big on silent films. That was your first full, though? Like feature-length type? That was, yeah. Minute? First short. Or first film, yeah. Yeah. The first I think film. It's, it's still film, right? For, well, I don't actually know what the standard is. I imagine it's probably 50 minutes or longer, right? Uh, well, short, short films, I think they want... Usually like a five minute category, then a twenty minute and under. So there's um, and then they have unusually long, you know, between. If you're entering into because right, if you're so tomorrow, I'll be working on a film that a, a friend is making with the intention of getting it into short film festivals uh, or festivals as a short film. Cheating on and me. the best way to do it, unless you have a grade A talent in there, so unless you have Bruce Campbell or Michael Tuttle. <laughs> you know, any of these A-listers, uh, yeah. you should try to make a five-minute film because you could have a really great, amazing eight-minute, the best eight-minute film, Yeah, but they don't have the slot available for you. They true. might only be able to fit you into this 10-minute period. Yeah. But if you submit a five-minute film, then they say, wow, we Throw can in there. push that through into that 10-minute period and put another one. So yeah, we, it's we really both. It's about getting your work noticed. It is. Yeah. It's, so if you got five tricks. minutes it, being looked at, it's way better than, you know, uh, like, you know, an epic. Yeah. It's, that doesn't it, get viewed at all. I mean, the work right? has to speak for itself, right? In, yeah. In a, in a, that sounds really, uh, what's that, really prim and proper. The work speaks for itself. It's really a subjective yes. glance at America. And <laughs> Yeah, you kind of sound like you're selling I'm, an, I'm, an Audi or something. I'm just trying to 
have a conversation with you in terms of how you you came back. I didn't know Nick knew more about that in terms of the oh, submission knows. or whatnot, but. Uh, yeah, he knows way more. <laughs> but, 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 but I'm going to cut that. Like, I'll tell him I'm doing this, right? And, what if, and, and he'll be like, no, you don't do it that way. And I'm like, so, well, I'm so doing it that minute. way anyway. So, <laughs> so why, why the silent film? I mean, was it more? Sound limitations. Couldn't I, I didn't have uh, any sound recording gear that was adequate. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you just go silent. And All I right. thought maybe just evolve with the way uh, film evolved. Okay, know? so I know you did that. And then... Um, there was Dave. Remember Dave? Um, yeah. That you worked with as well. So how and many? Dave Whitman. <laughs> right. Yeah. So how many? Wonderful actor. How many? Yes. How many silent films have you have you put? The I'm not silent films. How many short films have you put together overall? Probably two now. Mm-hmm. Two now. Two. One's so, thirty three minutes, and the other one is forty seven minutes. Since okay. What, like two thousand. So bordering full full length. What's full length? Over fifty. 50. I want to say it's 50. I'd have to look it yeah. up specifically. But so it yeah. might be technically full length, but it's a short, short, short. So your motivation full. obviously is passion, I'm assuming. Right? Oh, yeah. Do it. Yeah, okay. yeah, because you're going to just dump money on it, and you're going you're right. gonna, to gonna get pissed off at actors, and you're going to have to bite your tongue, and you're going to have to eat shit when it rains, and you want to shoot outside. And so yeah, you got to be into it, man, because you're not going to make money at it. Right. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, what's the end? I mean, is, is the end goal possibly to be picked up? At some of these um, festivals or whatnot. I mean, what would be, let's say, a a big score? Let's say if you if you if you were able to put a uh, a short film together, yeah, and you were able to submit it to various entities. Like, what are some of the entities that you would submit it to? I mean, who who do you want to see that short film? I mean. That that would be a question. Uh, I guess somebody in a position to give me money to keep making films. Okay. Mm. Okay. Right? Wouldn't that be it? Right? I that, guess. Is or, that the dream? Or, right? If it's yeah, a passion, no, you're that's a dream. the dream. Your dream. To get yeah, paid, exactly. Right? Yeah. To get paid and do it. Yeah, not even millions. But to keep doing that, to pursue your passion yeah. and to make movies that you want to make. That no, I want to make, yeah. yeah. Once important. you start churning out, uh, exactly you know, what, films or Disney whatever. comedies, yeah. yeah, then you're... Yeah. The reason I ask you that, the reason I ask you that is because... If you have a if you have a passion for it, which I think I I know for a fact you do. I do, yeah, yeah. And, and you, do you know the, that you have these short, you know, um, films that you're putting together. Let's say something was picked up. I mean, I guess what I'm trying to figure out is how does somebody get from doing short films to becoming a a, a top director, or you know, uh, like a Martin Scorsese or a Francis Ford Coppola. I mean, what is the dynamic there that that allows you to cross those thresholds? I think you have to really brave, uh, not brave out, but tough out making shit, right? I mean, honestly, you don't want to, you don't want to aim to make shitty stuff, but I mean, early on, your stuff's not going to be out of the gate. Uh, Stanley Kubrick, good. <laughs> okay, I, I got you. You have to I sort of you. accept your your limitations and and, and uh, also uh, I think cross the finish line with the project. Right. Because at right. times it's like pulling against it and it's just inching or it just goes backwards a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just finishing. Finishing is the big thing. Finishing. That's a tough one, too. Yeah. Because yeah. life gets the gets in the way of passion, you know. It does. The second project we were filming, Nick was helping out on quite a bit, and uh, I think it was a year between the second to last and the last shoot day Yep. Mm-hmm. because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. you know. Gotcha. And it was essential to get the last shoot day, so there's no way around it. We had to wait a, a full year, you know. And shit happens. It becomes, uh, you know. Like, so would you rather you be, be patient and assertive? 
Would you rather be a director at some point in terms of filming and whatnot, trying to put a project together where you were able to get financing for and you're able to put a, uh, a big project together? Is there a script or how does that work in terms of somebody presents a script to you and you're like, you know what, this script is something I, I would like to follow through with and and I, I don't know how it works. I'm trying to get an idea in your mind in I don't terms know how of it works short either, films. Really. No, but I'm just I'm, I'm trying to get myself. an idea hmm. from short films. Where do you go from there? I mean what do you you know where where is your I guess the hope is to get attention at, at amateur film festivals, right? Okay. And then you bang, you you uh, continue to make more and more films and I, the the only thing I can think of is you get attention from the right people and then you also mm -hmm. build skill in the process. So if gotcha. you're not there, you're not there. All right. Which I don't think I'm there. I'm not worth paying. <laughs> you know, honestly, really. So, I mean, no, he's uh, right. I'm, 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 is, is it is it <laughs> is it the Tribeca Film Festival? Is it the Sundance? Film? I mean, where do you? Is I it put in on on, on, you on did. some of these. Yeah, okay. like the Aspen and the or the Sundance and Cans. <laughs> but, oh, but only to get a uh, a rejection letter from oh, they them. They sent you, know, you a letter. Did you get a letter? No, but I was hoping to get like some kind of letter. They didn't like, send you anything, or they said I no. I think thank they you. just give you the finger. Yeah, they you know, don't. They, no, it's they like a don't. Box kind they of don't thing. do a rejection. I don't even think. Mm. No, otherwise I wouldn't have even. There wasn't submitted. like an online portal that you had to check, right? Mm. Like you had to go online and look every day, and you were checking and refreshing. Yeah. I don't. Jeez. Oh, like college admissions are like that, you know. My brother-in-law is doing that. Oh, okay. So yeah, he's, okay, he's sharp. He's a sharp cat. <laughs> Not me. So it's a passion project. You Passion love doing project. it? Yeah, you got to love doing it. So, and then I think if you keep doing it and keep doing it, you get better and better. Or you just you, you don't get better and better. So your end goal is not to go be. Go back to work. Or your end goal is basically, there is no end goal. I'm assuming the end goal is just your passion for doing it. And if something derives from it, mm -hmm. then wonderful. But at the end of the yeah. day, it's it's more of a, of a passion, love for doing what you're doing which is fine yeah i mean there is no reason Very that you much. have to say you know what my end goal is to be a director of uh you know films are going to be in cinema or anything of that nature but um no i was to, curious to continue yeah yeah and um yeah you know things are so affordable now uh and you can much get more pretty so. high quality right yeah. into the average person you, you, really it's affordable to make a, a good looking film and you gotta mm. love it or have potential to make a good looking film yeah and so even if i don't uh, get the big paycheck ever uh i can always continue to do it you know it's been a great outlet i think that's awesome brother i mean if it's a passion then you haven't you seen it. the movies yet i don't <laughs> yeah. know if well, i mean it's just like anything else i mean if you're a in a drum. let's say you're in a band right uh -huh. so there's thousands of bands across the country right they yeah. love what they're doing they're never going to be um They'll probably never be a... Uh, they're never uh, going to be Motley Crue or Frank never, Sinatra. Exactly. Right? And they're going to be a, a, a big recording artist, but they love what they do. Yeah. And I sort of I sort of equate that to what you're doing at this point. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's always the opportunity. But at the end of the day, it's about a passion uh, project of what you love doing. And I, I completely think that's awesome because a lot of people, I think, like to do things because they think there's a stepward up or there's some kind of an end goal where they can make, you know, a ton of money or whatnot, and they leave the passion out of the project. So yeah. for you, I think it's just the passion of it, and yeah. you don't really give a shit about um, the money at the end of the day no. or anything of that nature. No, no, I'm trying to make a good film. And then even if the money does come into it, and I've experienced this through the show and whatnot, when money comes into it, 
uh, you'll be beholden to somebody and then, you know, you're just not going to get your way like you do on a very cheap amateur level. Right. So there's a certain, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, creative, uh, what do you call control it? Control that you got. Yeah, creative control. Yeah, whatever. yeah, like, right, Nick? A liberal, uh, yep. what is liberation? Yeah, whatever. It is. It's, no, yeah, you, you have these, uh, oh, what the fuck? Words. The word's eluding me. Yeah. That you have people who are <laughs> assholes who try to control what the hell you're doing, basically. Yeah. Those are You have this freedom. Cre- you have complete creative freedom when you're doing it on your own. That's, now, that's dangerous because then you're left to your own. Well, that's dangerous because yeah, you don't know if your work is good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, until it's done and you get those reviews, yeah. you just don't know if that amount of time that you're spending, putting in, you're probably second-guessing yourself at times. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then but those, at, at the same time, I've had uh, one friend look at my mockumentary, right? And he popping me. He loved it. Uh, the, actors. No, actors, actors. actors. Acting, okay. uh, and then the other friend watched it, and he told me I should go back to the basics of storytelling. And like, oh like wow! <laughs> I had to call. You know him. what? It's I had to take funny. it too because I wasn't. You know, it's, it's criticism. It's criticism. So you taking it, it, but you know, I mean, and, I, and I wrote everything he wrote. He said down. You know, that was uh, me. And, and like, I was that friend. Now wait a minute. <laughs> who was the secondary friend? Who was? I mean, did he have any kind of validity in the uh, in the space in terms of? When he he made a couple of good points. No, I, 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 I mean that, I don't. Did he have I, any oh, background? Did he have what, any what's his background? Credits? Yeah. Oh, he loves you. Let, he loves film. What's that? <laughs> That's it. He loves film. Yeah. <laughs> but I do trust his taste. I, I trust his artistic judgment. However, everybody has different tastes, so it's like you know you got to kind of like take it with a grain of salt. And then you ultimately, did. what I'm what I'm getting at is that like you do got to like you are faced with your own shit. But I mean, you know, eventually you got to be faced with your own shit in life. <laughs> Might as well be something. I hate seeing the mistakes you know. in my work. Yeah. I well, I think that, I mean, you know what? As long as there was um, uh, const- constructive criticism or anything, you know. Yeah. I, it, and there was. I, I, I changed uh, 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 the beginning of the film because, oh, of, because uh, of him. Yeah, because of the one uh, the wow. negative review. Um, and oh. I think it made the film a lot better. I think that's, I mean, listen. That was so, key information out of the gate that I think was doing. a little, uh, it was missing and to, it, um, it made it disorienting. What? Do you think it's more, I think that's less you then, or that's, it's not the original work. It's not the initial thought, the idea you had, if you're changing it based off of those reviews. I'm not judging you. I'm just saying it's, do you think it changed? He brought up a good point. I, no, I wrote down everything he said because I couldn't think at the time. You know, you're like sweating, you know what I mean? You're in the principal's office for yeah. a second. And you can't, you really can't talk back when it comes to criticism. Otherwise, you're a baby. And you really should it, absorb I, I, it I, I, as I an artist. I think I, you really should just take it on the chin and absorb I, it. I, I don't So disagree. I wrote everything down shorthand. I, and the one thing I did agree with was this, you know, after, after you know, thinking about it. It wasn't like I immediately ran and made the decision. <laughs> it took like another six months to really figure it out. I agree with you in terms of criticism. I think it's how it's presented to you. You know, how is it placed on a plate? Is it presented gently to you, you know, in, in a constructive way? Or is it just, you know, some asshole bashing, you know, you know death? Well, for my friend, I think it was harder for him. To, to, well, so he was like, you know, it, cool. it was harder for him. And, uh, and, you know and, what? and he was like, kind of like, uh, I don't know, like kind of wrong. Yeah, I respect that. <laughs> he just I thought it blasted that. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was reluctant to do so. You, you know, know what? Sometimes, yeah, he was very reluctant sometimes it's so. better to have that from friends because <laughs> I think. Way so, better. I think there are some. Because you know it's sincere. Yeah, you, you don't want I mean? yes men. Absolutely. No, you know, no, you, I don't, you know. Yeah. You have friends sometimes who are basically just going to say, 
It looks great. Yep. Because they don't want to discourage you, but at the same time, they may have different um, yeah, opinions in their mind, you know, exactly. Yeah. So I think it, 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 it <laughs> there is some kind of a point to be made about a good friend telling you, listen, nah, I'm not really cool with this or that or whatnot. Yeah. But you also have to take the, in context what their background is too. So, I mean, um, objectively, you know, Anybody watching one of your short films, I guess, could be a critic because, you know. And it's an amateur. That's my point. <laughs> I mean, my everybody first, yeah. can be, well, you I know, mean, no, you either like it or you don't. I mean, yeah. everybody has their own their, their own <laughs> likes and dislikes. Yeah, I'm not even shit. completely crazy about that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, I am. Yeah. I love the film. You know what's yeah. funny about films, though? Filmmaking, one thing that, that uh, you, you watch everything over and over, right? You watch right. the raw three, four times before you even bring it to the editing. Oh, that's tough. Then you start rendering it down, you know, and then mm -hmm. you're cutting it and you watch it. You know, you cut it, you watch it, you watch it, you watch it, you watch it, the one clip, right. figure out which clip out of the five takes or whatever that you want. Yeah. Then you, you, like, start hating the actor, you know, even yeah. though you don't hate them at all. Uh -huh. and then boom, you put it in context. Okay, watch it down, you know, watch it through. Yeah. So over the course of, I don't know, like, the, I don't know. But can you can you 45, imagine fifty sessions? You really uh, can you imagine start like the, losing your it, it reference? Gets, that's why. Also, yeah. that's why I think people make bad movies because you really lose the forest through the trees when mm -hmm. you're right on top of it. Am but, I right? Can't see it. But does yeah. that does that give you a better appreciation for like these guys, like a you know, like a Tarantino? No, they're like paid. a Coppola, <laughs> like a um, you know. I mean, you know, some of these guys out there. We're making these films at such a high level. What My was question, question was: Do you have a better appreciation for these? I'm not saying I'm a raconteur. Yeah, I was trying to get. I'm an not idea saying I'm an auteur. Appreciation for Tarantino, for Spielberg. I mean, to to be doing a film at 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 at, at that level, where you have so many different variables that you got to deal with. Yeah, and so many different factors that you have to probably input into the film yeah um does it make you more um you know uh, appreciative it, appreciative of, of these kind of directors or do you think that their crew just runs everything and they they have no clue what's going on oh no those guys are real pros yeah yeah they're real pros i mean it takes grit right yeah it, yeah, takes, it takes grit. It takes a different type of work and a different type of directing to manage, yeah. and and to to ignore the fact that you have a couple hundred people responding to everything you say, and the and that you and also they have to take a lot of direction too, right? It's the director's not deciding the costumes; he's saying yes, it looks well. Maybe you know, it depends on maybe how Tarantino in depth they go, right? Yeah, they, those guys have him. a lot of power. Yeah, depends like on how Scorsese in depth and they go, Tarantino. But, I think. They but at the same time, they do have to. They have to answer to uh, you know whoever's funding it, right? right? And they can't go that into. Mm -hmm. They themselves can't do that. I don't think any human could actively decide every single facet and, and make every single no, decision. No, it has to right? be on it has to be on an amateur level. Right. Has to be. Has Otherwise to be. you you need everybody. Yeah. You need a gaffer, you need yep. you need you know a guy working the dollar. And I think their knowledge I think their knowledge is at an amateur level for gaffing and for the lighting and uh, yep. certain things. You know, it's not their job to make it look good. It's their job to make a vision. Yeah. Right. And everybody else has to carry it out for them and they say, exactly. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah, but I do. I, want I doubt this and that. that I doubt that any of them are going, add a little more blue on this, add a little more green over here. You mm -hmm. know? 
But maybe they are. Maybe. Maybe. That's the thing, too. There's all kinds of directors, right? Yeah. You got tyrants and you got people who are buddy-buddy and they work really um, closely with everybody. Oh, who's the documentarian that we love? Total assholes, you know? Mike, who's that documentarian that I like? Uh, Werner Herzog? Yeah. Yeah. Werner Herzog. Uh, He's he's one of those really, really bad, like, difficult to work with uh, directors. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he likes to put people through um, extreme uh, conditions and and then squeeze it out of them, kind of. And people would say, look at the work and see how it came out, but... I don't, I don't know if I could. Work, yeah, the means know. don't necessarily uh, always, add up to you know. Mm-hmm. And even if they did, yeah. I don't think that makes it better. <laughs> no, no, because you got to treat people like people. You hear about people getting killed on sets and yeah. stuff like that, you know, just because it's just or, a uh, disregard for for right. safety. But then you're like, you killed somebody, you know. <laughs> what the that fuck was is that? that was that yeah stuff like that when it happens. Not good. Yeah. Uh, um, but I have a great appreciation for those guys, man. Yeah, 100%. That's all, okay. Yeah, so, as a director, yes. Uh, or as an amateur director, yes, 110%. But, uh, you know, as a uh, movie viewer, then you, I don't know, you know, you stop, uh, you stop being humble and then you start uh, criticizing everything. Yeah, I guess, I guess my question is, you know, how do you get from a level, I mean, uh, is it is an industry kind of a thing? I mean, contacts kind of a thing? Because, I mean, you are... Um, you're well known. Um, yeah. Could you leverage that and say, you know what? Um, maybe you know, let me get in contact with so and so and so in terms of uh, <laughs> trying to move up that, you know, that director kind of a thing. That's or a whatnot. good question. No, uh, I think my contacts in TV are pretty much dead. <laughs> if they're not, the contacts themselves are dead. Mm. Gotcha. <laughs> Do the contact yeah, the, the yeah. contact. I wouldn't, I wouldn't so much uh, say that. I think I still they think lost yeah, the contacts. Uh, they can't TV. even see anymore. Yeah. So they don't. Yeah. I think that really the film world, especially the amateur uh, film world, is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they they like kind of turn their noses at TV. Yeah. Where's that overlap? Yeah. I, I, if anything, I think it might hurt me. <laughs> like really? I got to change wow. my name to like Fred. Gotcha. You know. Yeah. Gotcha. It's a different. That's a different. Definitely a different type of production. I've never yep. been on a big budget Hollywood <sighs> film st- scene. And I, have you? Yes. Okay, so then it's you on, know kind of what did one. you like spend a day or what did you do? Uh, no, just a couple hours. Oh, that's cool. So you saw, I mean, Hollywood, the, really Hollywood's it, it up. But it was an inside set stuff, that, right? that was a, um, a replica of the Washington Post. Oh, that's cool. So that was really cool. That is cool. So you can see what's fake and shitty, you know, just that's over awesome. the edge over there. Yeah. And over here, that's, you that's, know. Prop, they've got people, you know, boom, 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 Props boom, and scenery, know. that's got to be a tough, that's a detail-oriented job. Completely. You know, and yeah. then there's there's stiff slip-ups, like, uh, and... And it's just like this whole absolutely. office building inside, the interior of the office building inside of a warehouse, you know. Right. Where was just, that at? Uh, Los Angeles. It's in uh, okay. Hollywood. Hollywood, California. So you were on the, what, I mean, the set of, was it a, a film or a movie production? State of Play, right? It's Russell Crowe and... Uh, I think so. Uh... Did it ever come out? Uh, was it ever released? Cause I, it was, yeah. It's kind of like one of those... Um, so what was your role? Like all the President's Men kind of... Uh, oh, I didn't have a role in it. No, I was just uh, on set visiting. Oh, okay. One of the... Um, if you look at uh, Tarantino's movie, uh, once... I think it's once... You know, it's upon a time in Hollywood. One of the, I mean, I, I really, really like that movie. Yeah, but you know, yeah, I, I, I look back there and I look at. Um, I think they had that one scene. Um, they're out in the desert, and the fashion nowadays versus back then, they had yeah. the bell bottoms. 
everything in that yeah, like late sixties there, right? Late so 60s, supposed to be sixty nine. The seventies. Yeah. And they had their fashion statement and, and, and even in the eighties. I think the eighties was yeah, more groovy. influenced by um Yeah, baby. Yeah. Maybe maybe the hair culture or whatnot, because the eighties the, the you know Oh teased hair, right? Teased Lots hair. of Aquanet. Yeah. 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 Wow. yeah. Fast time to Richmond High. When was that? Was that seventies or eighties? It's eighties. 80. Was that 80s? Uh, I'm going to say 80... 82. 82. 82. 82? All, All right. right. I got it had, in a second. You had everybody. I mean, there was a lot of women who were dressed in like Pat Benatar and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Remember that kind of? Yeah, with the, it, with the thing around. Exactly. Right? Yep. Exactly. Yeah, like jazzercising and shit, yeah, exactly. right? Or what, jazzer, right? They had the leggings and all that. And they were wearing it to school, weren't they? Oh, they were. They they, they had a good time. With they them. missed a good time. Yeah. Then oh, you, you had, did. Yeah, stonewashed jeans, right? Stone, yep. Then you had jeans. also parachute pants. Remember that? Yep. With the I whole mean, zips wow. going on. We had that. skids. Yeah. Had skids. Early 90s, yes, skids. Uh, I remember that stuff vaguely, you know what I mean? I was right. the older kids in the on the block. I got you. But I remember I the parachute. Yeah. You remember the Windbreakers, members? right? Windbreakers. That was big for a while. Members only jackets. Members only, my buddy Timmy talks about. Yeah. Yeah, he's a mook from the Bronx. He would go down to the city with his buddies. Yeah. You wear members only. You know what? I think, I, I wonder <laughs> he if coked those, up on boats. <laughs> I wonder if you can find one of those nowadays. I don't even think you can find. I don't think they can, make them anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're probably more of a. Um, so um, maybe someone bought them like JC Penney's. Can you, you know? explain this to me? Because what, what is a members only jacket like? It what was it, just a uh, a jacket that probably. It's I a mean, really great brand name. It, it makes it, people it, feel it, like it they're like you know, was hot shit. That's why. I mean, yeah. if you think about it now, would I wear a members only jacket? No. It's a champion. They got them here. Yeah, they got Parkers. They don't look great, but you know they're cool. So oh, really, uh, members only. Let's see, members only. A hundred bucks on Amazon for. There you go. Look at that. There was only a original iconic racer jacket. And they were probably about thirty, forty dollars. Yeah, twenty dollars. The yeah. Wish app. <laughs> yeah. 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 You right. can get them pretty cheap with yeah. holes in them and shit. So, but what's the? But you know what? It, it's but it probably amazing. makes you feel like you're part of a club. It's amazing. I I, I do understand an elite that. club, like I've yachting never been part club. Of a group, you know. So. <laughs> there is a difference, yeah. and I get it. There is a difference in terms of. Um, I can't remember spending a lot of money on clothes or whatnot. And, but like in today's context, I have my son coming up to me sometimes and there's, I, you know, everything is fashion. Everything is, you gotta you know, be they're, hip. They're, they're, it's all intertwined with the a music industry and how the music industry sort of promotes, you know, one, one piece of clothing or whatnot. Um, sure, there's the hot shit stuff, right? Right, like seven jeans. Seven jeans. Yeah, that's the hot like shit that. thing yeah. these days. But that 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 one sweater that you were talking about, Babs? Or, or, bape. Bape. Yeah, bape. B a p e. Yeah. My kid just asked me for that. How much does it cost? Five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks. I was like, are you out of your? What's he gonna get out of that? He's gonna he's gonna leave it that's, like you know geez, at gym class exactly, or something. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my lord! Wait, okay, but I don't know what that currency is. Hold Z Cavaricis, that's nineties, but Z Cavaricis. Remember those, that's those pants? They came with the belt. Yeah, exactly. But can you imagine? I could not even <laughs> imagine asking my father for a five hundred dollar sweatshirt. My and buddy. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. No. Oh yeah, I know a five hundred dollar sweatshirt. He'd tell you to go fuck yourself. Exactly. Wow. Really, and he and you would deserve it. I think yeah. you know what yeah. I mean. Like, cause yeah. you just kind of got what you got when you were younger, but. We also, when we were younger, we had the mobile lawn. I guess we're getting back into the reminiscing. No, but I mean, I mean, that's fine. But at the end of the day, you had to, 
you had to work for something, but you had to work five hundred dollars. I mean, it took him the whole year to uh, to to, to buy one sweatshirt. Do you remember the belt that came with the Zeke Havarici's pants? It was I really do. cheap, kind of like cardboard. <laughs> uh, my buddy he tried zi- Batman ziplining down a, a clothesline with it. <laughs> my buddy Scotty, <laughs> he went, he just jumped, and the thing totally snapped. Did it snap? And he landed right on his ass. Oh, that's he's like, oh, oh yeah. Everybody's go. laughing at him. He deserves it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. I, I, I don't get what these kids are asking for nowadays. I really don't. I think they ask for way too much. And and what happens is there's something, I guess, you know, you see in the... It's a, yeah, the pressure is greater, right? Where you used to get hand-me-downs from your older brother, right? And just be like, fuck it. Stuff's broken in. I don't even in. know if it's that, brother. Yeah. I think what happens is they see online, whether it be on Twitter, whether it be on Facebook and whatnot... You see a whole dynamic with a group of people who have a ton of money, yep. and they're spending so much money, you know, whether it be rappers or whatnot, and they're just spending so much money on this and cars, and and every song is, you know, about you know bling and all this other crap. So yeah. internally, they're like, okay, you know what? A uh, hundred dollars does not mean anything anymore to them. They're like, you know, uh, or two hundred dollars or three hundred dollars. It's not. It, there's no factor there because they haven't earned it. Yeah, they didn't work for it. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's the like, only way to get a get an understanding of currency. Exactly. Yeah, is to have to work an hourly an hourly wage yep. or something to that dy- dynamic where you can actually say, you know what, I earn this for a period of time, not when it's given to you. Yeah, other than that, it's just dad's plastic. And that's it. Yeah. Exactly. Gosh damn. You guys never asked for anything? When I was a kid, I used to ask to get beaten. <laughs> Did you? I did, yeah, and hey, I didn't. I didn't deserve it. For. Yeah, I did. So I, you know, like, yeah, I, I got uh, everything I asked for. No. I think I asked for things for Christmas and for birthdays. Just you did out of the no. blue. I can't imagine I would have done that. Well, did I you... don't think it's that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've asked for things too, but I never. I was never. Well, you're not a clothing kid, right? Magnanimous. My mother's the clothing person, so I just trust her judgment, and she's the one who would buy expensive stuff for me. Would she buy, buy you a five hundred dollars sweatshirt? She she would, but she, it would be her buying it. It wouldn't be me going and looking at a five hundred dollars sweatshirt. It would just be a five hundred dollars sweatshirt. It would appear in my room, and she'd be like, "I got you a new uh, sweatshirt." And then uh. I'd look up the price online, and then I'd cry. Oh, <laughs> I got you. So you just let her, wow. let her buy you shit. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, honestly, I, I don't know what I'm going to do no when I'm like 50 and I don't have way. my mom anymore to Oh, she's still going to be dressing you. She'll be around. She's, she's going to outlast you. How old is she? No doubt. Man. I'm not sharing that information publicly. <laughs> she's <Whatever>. 36. <laughs> she's 27. Mm-hmm. There okay, you go. Well, then that's really fucked up if she's 27. But anyway. I was adopted. So, How's that messed up? So... <laughs> Adopted at age 20. <laughs> All right, let's not get too far off the mark here, Nick. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> no, but I mean, if your mother would buy you, then I, I, I can't even fathom buying a uh, uh, $500 sweat, uh, uh, hoodie for, for, for my son. Yeah, but that's different, right? Uh, How is that different? Because she's the one that likes buying the clothing. I don't like shopping. I, I despise shopping. And You're 23, 24 years old. Yeah. I your mother no buying you a five hundred dollar hoodie is a fucking problem in my opinion. It'd be amazing. Uh, your microphone, <laughs> it really is. your it's microphone is no problem. longer the right way. By the way, uh, <laughs> thank you. I, as long as the tip is towards your face, you're good. That's what I she really said. think uh, it's a problem. <laughs> I no. wouldn't buy. I wouldn't buy. Uh, you know what? There's champions. 
There's Adidas. All these are, yeah. You can buy all these sweatshirts out there, and they're probably $30, $40 a piece. Yeah. That I can I can, I can can understand. Is, is Champion And you can have multiple, um, uh, what's that? Is Champion that type of brand? I thought Champion was the $500 sweatshirt type of brand. They used no. to be. Oh, Champion not is, you know, you can get a beautiful sweatshirt oh, for $30, $40. Blew out they the were brand. way more expensive than that. Um, but um, a $500 sweatshirt is, to me, just, just a... A smack you in the can. face. That's super cool. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. 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 I was just thinking, Nick, when I was your age, uh, I was told to get out of the house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But you have a different generation. You I guys can't afford to move out. I have Nobody parents. can. Yeah. Well, nobody can afford to move out. My either. dad My dad raised kids your age. Like when we were younger, right? You could get an apartment what do you right? mean with dad a job. Raised kids his age. He's like in a his shitty job. My brother about? is in his 40s. In his early 40s, 1242 or 43. What do you mean raised him? My father raised his son. Yeah, your father's more like my, my father was age. born in 1950, so he's No, raised. when you say raised, I thought you meant like he's still active in raising them. I'm I mean he's still their father. Yeah, but not of raising course. them. They're but, they're fully grown. Yes, they're fully grown they're now, fully grown, but he raised uh, kids in that same generation. See, but what and then happens he raised is, me, right? Here here's what I think is is wrong. Here's what I think is a little challenging nowadays. When I was 18, I left home. I was in a... Uh, you were a runaway. I, I, no, I, I moved out. I was like, you know what? I'm 18. It's time for me to move out. And I moved out, and I went down south, lived in a trailer for two years, paid $300 a month for the trailer. It was bug and fest, so it's not. Yeah. But there was... There was, there was there was a dynamic that I was like, you know what? Freedom. I'm trying to be myself. My my that was my dynamic. Yeah. My whole goal was to try to establish a presence outside of the family where you're independent. I think what happens nowadays, and it could be inflation, whatever the case may be. Yeah, it's but really when kids are like in their mid twenties, they're still living at home. And to me that is just absolutely a detriment because they will never outlet they have to jump that jump the shark they have to be on their own to try to figure out who they are yeah. you can't always be at home where you have your mother your father and everything yeah, video game system do. yeah at some point you got to say you know what i you can't get out. you got to get out yeah even and if you move out with like five people that you're going to wind up with a, a fist exactly. fight with three of them drunk exactly. you know get out that's Do my, it. That's I, my issue with that. I, I what, living with other people. Yeah, I mm, I live with my easy. parents still. I'm 24, yeah. and there's no uh, reason for me to move out. I am barely at home. Unfortunately, I hate to say this. I live at my house, but I'm I sleep there more often than anything else. Uh, I'm barely at home because of my work schedule and just everything else going on in my life. Do so, you pay rent? No, I pay every other thing except for. You rent. don't pay rent. You're right. I don't pay rent. At, my so you're 24 house. and you don't fucking pay rent. So my point is that my point now is Now your exactly, parents are going to listen to this and they're going to start never, charging you rent. You've never, you have never experienced. I'm trying to tell. Am I right or not? Am I right or wrong? What's that? If you do not experience uh-huh. a shift between saying at some point, you know, you're 20, you're in your mid-20s. And, and quite frankly... I'm I'm afraid of I'm I'm scared of this with my kids too. You have to cut that fucking cord. You have to say, you know what? I am going to be on my own solely. 
Mm. And you cannot give that uh, whole dynamic about you know what I'm I, I'm I'm fine being at home because um, oh no you I, know, my, I, 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 it, there's a shift I take care of my parents they take care of me no if you're living at home <laughs> fuck your parents no <laughs> if if you live at home your parents are taking care of you and at some point I mean you have to say. You can't grow, in my opinion, unless you go out there and venture on your own. You say, you know what? I'm going to. Yeah, you got to wake up one morning in the cold, lonely world by yourself. You absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah you with a shitty sink, you know, and a toilet that leaks. You and, like, you know, you don't have anything in the fridge. I and had, what's I in had, the fridge is I rotten. Had, uh, Mike, I had cockroaches in a fucking uh, trailer. Um, yeah, you got to become buddies. I think with I them. paid two seventy or whatnot back then, and I had and 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 and, and it's ants running right. up the goddamn uh, wall and whatnot. Yeah, and I was and and I, I was trying to form my own way out because I could easily call my father and go, you know what? Coming home. Hey, I'm coming home. Yeah. But God so, damn it, I wouldn't do it for the world. I was like, there's no fucking way because if I did that, I would have lost respect from him. He would have been like, you know what? Come on home, son. Yeah. And then he, he would have been like, okay, we got you and pet me on the fucking head. And, and You'd be a turd living at home for Exactly. Yeah. So Instead of making your own. Power own to you for, you know, having moved out and de dealing with cockroaches in a trailer for a couple of your years of your life. Uh, I don't want to do that. I don't think there's I, any real reason that I should leave a situation that's good for me right now where I can continue to develop myself professionally get a job that's going to pay enough for me to be able to pay my student loans and also rent. Yeah, 20, you're, you're screwed. $22,000 minimum. You're snowed in with right? debt. Uh, 1800 if you're lucky in my area. You're snowed in with debt. So, But that's not, that's but not the point. I'm not saying that. My father's also 73. Uh, his life expectancy for his generation is not is, is under 73. Yeah. So I am lucky to still have him. He's a healthy guy. He doesn't smoke, drink, and he rides a bicycle. He is. And he's a really sweet dude. Absolutely. Right. What the hell does that have anything to do with anything? To be honest with you, I, I really don't understand it. Right. And so I'm getting there is that it's a different dynamic. My parents uh -huh. and your parents have a different dynamic. Not the not in, but interdependently. But yes. Well, my father's passed away. So. Right. And, um, yeah, my daddy left my mommy, and then my saying, mommy died. I'm not Thanks saying for right bringing now, that up, right? Nick. You're, <laughs> exactly. You you're, 40, I mean? you're both 40 or older, right? <laughs> we are old. Right. Uh, no, but that we, had it, we had it a little bit more difficult than you did. <laughs> no shit. No, no shit. Absolutely. Yeah, especially when you were 25, right? You got a lot of pressure on you, though, man. At 25, I would never even consider thinking or even... even conceptualize and living at home with You're my You're snowed in with debt. I thought I was moving out at 18, Al. But the world works in mysterious it ways. It, it does. does not. It works in the way that you want it to. Right. I could I could go and be homeless and live in a fucking shed. Yep. Or I could actually plan for my future, pay my bills, pay every single bill that I have. Every bill. Right yeah. now, pr pursue a professional career that I want. You know, which yeah, then start your independence in your mid twenties. I, I don't think either so one. So would it be, found would, what it be you, would it be fair enough to say? Go ahead. That you He's are about to say the most unfair shit ever. <laughs> no, would it be would it be fair enough, ladies to say? and gentlemen of the jury? <laughs> exactly. You know that Objection. you are because I'm I'm wondering now. Uh, I'm and I'm thinking about it for my 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 son too. Mm -hmm. As we get older, um, do we rely on our um, our parents more, or do we do we 
do we give them a burden that they didn't have prior in 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 terms of I think you're a burden if you want money, but if they get old and sick, you're not. You know, you're, no, kind of, and you're, you're a crutch. No, that I get. I no, it goes both that. ways. My parents know. But yeah, I think we are sort of like past. I think you're less 18, of a burden, right? Right. You're, you're kind of a burden to your parents. No, I agree that I uh, know. I think maybe it used to be when you. I mean, eighteen is college. It used to be you moved out at. Go you ahead. moved out at eighteen, right? Yeah, hell yeah. Well, yeah, I was about 18, 19. I was about 18. In and out. I, I, was, I was 18, out, out 18. By, uh, I packed a trailer and I went down south. Um, That's a pretty big move, man. I moved out to uh, Arizona and uh, failed at go. that. I went home. You can always come home, but go. what I'm saying is you got to give it a shot. Give it a shot, yeah. You gotta but give I did it a come shot. back with my tail tucked. I give you more but credit. But more ah. more there was more and more kids who were living at home to, in, in, in their 30s uh-huh. and whatnot. And, 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 and they justify it by saying, well, you know, X and Y and Z is, is, is very expensive. And I get it. Inflation is really hard right now. Oof. But, but I that's think, right now. I, right? Think it, I think it limits them. Will in it ever end? What's that? Is inflation No, but decrease? that's right now. That's in the past couple years. I think 24-year-olds back when I was 18 had a much better situation financially than, and a lot, I mean, I don't know too many people. You get more. Right. I don't know too many people. I don't know too many people uh, who are in their thirties now. So they would have been, you know, 24, my age, six years ago. I don't know too many people now that are still living with their parents (coughs) at 30 or older. I haven't met a single person in this, in my community, in my environment that still lives with their folks at the age of 30. I don't know. I, I've met a few people who've gotten married and divorced actually quite a few. Uh, hmm. I've met people who are just single the entire time who mm-hmm. have bounced around relationship to relationship because that's another thing is that, uh, you know, having a partner, having somebody to share that burden with, to share a rent with and to share all that, that helps immensely, right? I don't disagree with that. Uh, yeah. I, like I, that. I get that. You know what happens when people pair off, though? They double their expenses. That's true, too. They I do. Think almost every time. Except for the rent. Except for the rent. You Which need help with the rent. The big one. Because a one-bedroom costs as much as a two. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Or, you know, I, you cut your rent in half. I do feel bad. So my, my mother, the way she, the, she wishes I was home at home more. You know, she wishes I was interacting with them more. I just don't have the time of day as, as often to do that. Because you're much a bad as, son. Yeah, I am. I feel terrible sometimes. Yeah, I you don't should have be at home. Do you eat dinner with them? I, once in a while. The once in a while. Do it all I have not met your mother, but I, it seems like there's a very um, protective component. Would that be accurate to oh, say? Yeah. That's uh, what about, I don't know. I, I I can't I can't verify that. You're right, but there's, there's uh, maybe there is. Yeah. Oh, there's a protective element. Yeah, uh, is there I mean, a coddling component? She's a good no. Maybe you're the good only with the coddle. You're uh, the only child. She would like to, right? So she uh, encouraged me to get a They're job. They're very similar. Like they both like watching a ping pong match. Jesus Christ! Boom, I boom, couldn't boom, even boom, imagine. Uh, Mike, really? Mike is laughing. No, it's Mike very is the greatest of times watching yeah. us because interact with each other. She offsets him. You know, we're both very sarcastic to each other. It's fun. They are. They're very sharp people. But no, to, to use my business degree to make, uh, to work at a company the way that she has, the way that, the way that she's grown into this but very well earning. So uh, does a billion other people. No, 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 no. Go into corporate, the same place that she is. She's uh, asked me, you know, to, to, uh, for, you know, do you want a job? And I mean, I don't ever want to work for and or with my parents. Um, Why not? You live with them. I'm going to go with you, you on that go. One. There's your issue. Speaking as somebody who worked with his family, but 
Uh, but I don't want. I think be Nick. There besides that, you want to be you 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 want to be a civil servant, don't you? Yeah, but the I think the reason I'm not there all the time they don't get rich. The reason I'm not living in my parents' basement in that Silver quote unquote sound too bad. They don't. Uh, but in that quote unquote living in my parents' basement type thing, the reason I'm not there is because I ugh, that would be terrible. I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, if anybody wants to buy a pot, Listen, uh, I'm, I'm not, selling I'm not, it. I, I, I oh, we just, had a civil conversation here about this. Absolutely. The number here yeah, on the I bottom just, of the just, screen. I, you and I have the same concept. Flash. It's I just never, not possible. I never have supplement had a handout. Not a handout. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't have. Well, I they mean, took care of you for quite a while. Who? You know, from being a child all the way up to being eighteen. I was my father there always my old my father always impressioned me. He was like, you know what? He goes, son, I love you to death. Eighteen, I'm done. <laughs> he was like eighteen. Yeah, I'm you're done. out. He, no, yeah, he, he used he, to be like he a. He wouldn't say you're out. He'd be like, yeah. eighteen, son, I'm done. You're gonna not have paying to for figure anything this anymore. Shit out. Was, yeah. You're gonna have to figure it out. And I was like, okay. So when I turned eighteen, um, literally when I came back from the states. He was like, okay, you got um, literally four weeks to figure this out, but you're not living here. So what are you going to do? And I was like, wow. okay. Yeah, that's crazy. And I was like, um, well, I, my girlfriend lives in Alabama. Can we get, and he was like, okay, I'm going to pay for a U-Haul, uh, pack your stuff up. We're going to go down there, which we did. Wow. We went to Alabama. And he goes, um, I'm going to give you five days to find a place. I'm going to pay for your first three months' rent. That's a very nice one. And then um, you got it. And that's why I looked for the cheapest place I could find, mm -hmm. yeah. which was a trailer. And it cost, I think it was, I could be wrong. It was probably cheaper. How were the probably neighbors? 220. They were great. Yeah. It was a, it was a, it was a trailer park and everybody sort of minded their own business. It was not anything like that. I think it was $225. And, um, the thing is, I had my ex-girlfriend who lived not too far from me, but she lived with her father on the base. They had a pool and a house and all that. Ooh, so I went down luxury. there to sort of um, uh, deal with that misery. But, um, yeah, but my father was like, okay, um, um, I got That's I got crazy. you for three months, and, and you, you're good. So You were paying $560 a month for in today's currency. Accounting for today's, so I just did that uh, calculation online. Yeah. That's, you were paying $560 for a trailer, right? Yeah. For how? But to me, it was a bit, it was a bit, it was the coolest thing for in the world. For how long until you like got an apartment or moved in? Um, it took me, and I, I put in for another apartment that was like a um, income stable kind of a thing. Yeah. Probably about a year. Probably about a year. Yeah, it's like how, a th three-tier yeah. you know complex with a pool and all that shit. I probably, I don't even, I, it was probably under 300 bucks back then. For an apartment? Yeah. Oh back in God. 19 fucking, in Alabama in 19, <sighs> yeah. Oh, wow. Fucking $750 per month. Then, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a cheap state to live in. Yeah. It's uh, been fun conversations. We're about out of time today, gentlemen. Out Any of time, gentlemen. you have? Mm, out of thoughts. Oh, all right, Done so we'll thinking. do the outro real quick. Oh, outro. Al's trying to leave already. No, no, uh, no. Hey, thank you. Hey, hey, thank you, everybody. It's time again for the Mikey Now podcast. I'm time Mikey. again, time again. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the Mikey Now podcast. Absolutely. My name is Nicholas. This is Michael and Al. 
And we can be found anywhere that podcasts are found and on YouTube at Mikey N. Al. Yeah, like, podcast. like us and subscribe, right? Like, subscribe. Please comment. We're starving for ideas here, as is clear by today's amazing episode. <laughs> yep. Join us next week for AI. Bye.